Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, video game podcast that your mom's listening to, and your sister, and your brothers, and your you know, and your cousins too, uncles, just second just uncles, third uncles. Are there fourth uncles? Why not? Yeah, your uncles. I mean, uncles. it all sounds yeah. made up at some point. So I think you can keep going until like the six degrees of separation, and then you're just then you're they're just, just your friends. You're just a cousin at that yeah. point. <laughs> But don't forget, Matt Smith does not listen to us. No, we're doesn't. gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get him back. You know, I think we we turned Matt Smith and, and Reggie probably off. Reggie, Reggie <laughs> yeah. probably. They're probably really and angry at us. Michio Kaku, yeah. And them. I want to win him back. You know, because we're a podcast for everyone. 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 Of course. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Brian. My name is Troy Davidson. I'm Zach. And I'm Caitlin. And we're missing one this week, which is Lewis. But you know, he's off in New York doing you know awesome things at a screenwriter or screenwriter screenplay. He's a, he's a playwright. Playwright. There we go. Not screen. Little known fact about Lewis. Yeah, and he's off making big moves. That's right. So hats off. Yeah, Plumber hats off to him. <laughs> Overalls off to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, one just one side. Just yes. one. You know, just one one strap. One, one strap. strap. <laughs> Gotta make it sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh. Overalls, that's what I think of when I think of sexy. <laughs> I do. Oh. Yeah, of course. I mean, nothing underneath. Why not? Well, well no, no. you got to no, keep you, it classy. You gotta, yeah, oh, you got to okay. have something. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, it's just, just gross. Yeah. It's just all sweaty. Be, yeah, sweaty. Uh, no, don't, it yeah. should be mentioned that Brian also cosplays as Mario in his spare time. I do not. I am in a play <laughs> <laughs> as Mario. <laughs> it's he, not spare time. That is that is friend time. Okay. Yeah, it's friend time. You make a damn fine Mario. Thank if you, I do sir. say so myself. Thank you. you make a great game and watch there, sir. Thank you. I wear spandex well. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and then Caitlin, you're the great Zarya. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> well, I guess we should get this going. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been working on Moonlighter. Okay. So the Ever Slow Quest has been going through. I have finally finished the first dungeon. It was by sheer dumb luck. The other day while we were at dinner. Why? Uh, because I accidentally walked into the boss's room and <laughs> I was not at a hundred uh, health. Knock, knock. Yeah. Um, sorry. Room service. Oh, 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 sorry. You were still in the bathroom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then all of a sudden you're just fighting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was just like, oh, okay. Because I thought you get, okay. So later on in, to get out of the dungeon, you have to use, uh, originally you have to use like this necklace mm-hmm. or something. And then later on you can get this rock that you can teleport back to town and you can come back to the exact same spot you were mm-hmm. instead of having to start the dungeon from the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to use this in the room before the boss and then I can go back to town and get full health and then I'll come back and it'll be great. And then I accidentally walked into the boss's room and then before you see the boss, I was like, oh, well, maybe I can do this now because you have to like walk forward a couple steps and then it activates the room. Mm-hmm. And no, you couldn't. So <laughs> I was... Yeah. Out of luck, but it was really, really lucky. I was able to uh, use my bow and arrow and kill it. So now, did I'm you find that uh, in this loot-based dungeon crawler that you were sufficiently equipped to find- take on such a, a a boss? Yes, and I have to actually thank you for part of that because really, yes, you were talking about the. <laughs> You're arm- welcome. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I was having an effect. You, you were because uh, you were talking about the armor that you were wearing. And you mentioned armor that I hadn't seen. I didn't realize you could scroll down. Oh no! <laughs> oh. So I was going through in, in the in the in the, the blacksmith's the options yeah. Yeah. menu. Yeah, oh. There's a lot of things. Uh, down there's a there. lot of things down there. Yeah. So when you mentioned the armor that I had never heard of before, I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> so then I went and I was like 
damn it oh my god <laughs> so i had to go and then i had a bunch of arm I, I finally got a bunch of armor so i was like okay now i feel more prepared and i think that's also what saved me gotcha okay good <laughs> i'm glad that happened you know I, I feel cheated i never used like the bow and arrow or anything like that i just yellowed it with the sword what did you do how did you get through that game yolo man just, <laughs> just go in <laughs> make sure you got some some potions and stuff man, and i'm like good. so tactile in that with just the up close melee melee and the, the long range and yeah. the status effects so, like i'm bringing in just the right amount of health to make sure that i'm gonna get through each level uh-huh. like caitlin I'm, I'm making sure that i'm jumping out of the dungeon at the right at the right location so i yeah. can jump back in uh-huh. and, and have get the most out of it mm-hmm. you're just swinging a sword I, I was and i was usually doing like most of the dungeon and then just going to the boss so i wasn't like saving before the boss room or anything like that this i was is just why no one likes you Brian. i was just cheapening it <laughs> i just i don't know i just didn't do it maybe because you kick-started that uh because you kickstarted it, yeah, uh, you just inherently had like an ownership over it. That maybe you just had the confidence to just breeze through. It, it could also be, you know, maybe they patched some things in. That, oh. you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it was like almost a year later that you guys are all playing it. So, <laughs> so it is Look also possible that they might have made it a little bit more difficult. Okay, or, you giving know, us technical explanations you know, or patched it or something like that. Gotcha. That's and what I was thinking. So I've been mostly playing that, but I'm going to have to take a break from it this weekend because there's a Tetris 99 event going on. Cause oh they my gosh! Added new, uh, added new pieces to Tetris 99. Where the Tetris 99, the Tetris Battle Royale game. Yes, yes. They had <laughs> to add pieces to it to pe- Tetris. Oh yes. <laughs> so the Battle Royale mode still free. However, you could pay ten bucks and it gets you like the season pass, and it comes with two things now, and then two, at least two, one thing if not two, later date. Okay. Uh, the things that you get right now is there's an endless mode where you can go for 150 lines cleared or 999 lines cleared. All and right. then there but is... What? How is that endless? Uh, you just keep going until you clear that many lines. It's not endless. So then though. it's not endless. Exactly. Well, listen, I died before I hit the 999. <laughs> oh, I got okay. so angry. It it's endless so as long fast. as you don't complete it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, sounds more like survival. Yeah. Yeah. No, it gets really fast. I mean, I'm no Tetris 99. It's a 500 lines, okay. and it's just like, oh, you blink and it fell. Okay, so that's yeah. like Tetris 999. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's that, and then there is uh, there's the battle royale, but they're all PCs. So I I, okay. I I got technically my first battle royale, but it was against all level one PCs. So uh, does it, it count. actually feel different? Yes, it's so much easier. Because I definitely was like. When I played Tetris 99 and then I played it, I was like, well, this could be real people or it could be bots. I couldn't tell the difference, yeah. uh-huh. but this, you can. I could, but I also left it on the base level. You can make it so that you're, all the other 98 of them have like a higher level. So my conspiracy could be right. It still could be right. I have to do more testing. But if uh, you play this weekend and there's an event going on and if you get 100 points, you unlock a skin where it makes your Tetris look like the classic Game Boy Tetris. And I oh. really want that. It's like so, monochrome? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm cool. excited. I like it. What about music? Uh, I'm guessing they'll throw that in there too, but I'm not positive. Because it, it only the, has one song right now? Yeah, and in the, in the Game Boy Tetris had two songs you could choose from. And even then, the song, the main song that's pretty much the classic Tetris song mm-hmm. is slightly different in Tetris 99. So. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, I've been meaning to tell you this, but yes. uh, last week I actually went and saw tetris live you did yeah yeah um and so uh a group called uh arch eight it's okay if i if i jump yeah, in go for this. thanks th- this. thanks thanks brian <laughs> uh, 
um, a um, dance company called Arch 8 made a, or Arc 8, Arch 8 or Arc 8, either way. Either way. They made a uh, live Tetris, and I jumped at it, me and my wife Mandy, to go see what that would be. And let me tell you, I was moved. Oh, really? Literally. <laughs> Literally, they moved me. Yeah. <laughs> um, at first, you think they're just going to make a live version of Tetris. Yeah. But instead, it was... bodies in weird positions. Yeah, like make an L block or like a T block and like land on each other or something. I don't yeah. know. Mm -hmm. But instead, it was just inspired by Tetris. So it was way okay. more abstract and was really leaning into the idea of blocks and shapes and how our bodies are just oddly shaped blocks <laughs> i mean when, you, when it comes down to it yeah. yeah and also about like the philosophical concept of exchanging weight okay that's all what right. it was all about and so it was pretty much looking at them and being like oh that's a cool formation oh that's a cool formation <laughs> like, i'll never be able to do that myself wow you were under there and now you're through there now you're on top nice yeah um but what's really cool is um towards the end they started pulling people up from the audience Mm -hmm. And we watched like an hour, it was like an hour long show. Uh -huh. And so they would randomly pull people up and give them like little things to do, whether it's um, making your hands, like playing Tetris with your hands against someone else. So you're doing like blocks with your hands and you're bringing them down like that. Huh. I mean, like in front yeah, of you. Yeah. 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 Um, or or uh, doing some some light partner acrobatics. And so they would pull people up and the music is going and they would teach them a little thing and, and then you would do it on your own. And eventually you're up there and you're, you're playing with with just the audience on stage. And then before you know it, you look around and you realize the original Tetris people are gone and they're all in the audience just watching. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, just they just reverse the whole idea of play uh -huh. to the fact that you're like, oh, I get it. It's all about play. <laughs> like the game. You just that play awesome. the game. That's awesome. Um, very cool stuff. It was down at uh, Miami Theater Center. Cool. Um, one said, time only. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. This was a dance troupe, you said, right? Yes, from Copenhagen. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They flew yeah. a long way for a one day only show. They believe in Tetris that much. Wow. <laughs> they are the 99ers. They are they a are. spirit of mine. Yeah. How, so, many, uh, how many people were in there anyway? Or, you know, like uh, in the audience? I would say there was probably 60. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Mostly kids because it was 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Uh huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, probably 16, mostly families. I, I'm kind of hoping that this inspires, like, more video game abstract. Uh -huh. I like to think the 3000 Brigade <laughs> is right on par. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> yes, with video game abstract concepts all mm -hmm. coming together for joy. I mean, we're all just oddly shaped blocks in that show as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> with different skins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Caitlin's going to unlock in her battle pass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, video games in live theater. It's happening. Oh my god, nice. if that ever comes back, I need to go. Indeed. They didn't play the music though. Aww, I was a little bummed about that. Yeah, I was about to say probably copyrighted. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the name Tetris though was <laughs> No. <laughs> they didn't care about the name. They're like, yeah, they're not gonna it's one time off. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. Thanks for sharing that yeah. story, Trey. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, I guess I'll go next. I've been living in real life this week, so I have not played like anything. Oh my god! <laughs> the only thing I've played. What's it like out there? It, it's it's weird. Oh it's, yeah. It's weird. It's cold. Does it smell? It's not cold here. It, there's something. <laughs> <laughs> it's never cold here. <laughs> it's so humid. There's like it's dripping, but I'm not sweating. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've just been just been doing random stuff for work and stuff like that. But I have been playing Ascension with you and yeah. Nakia. 
you know, somehow one of our friends who shall remain nameless uh, said he was going to play with us. <laughs> and I said, are you sure you're going to see these through? And he said, yes, I will. And I have still yet to finish a game with him. <laughs> Likewise. I, I, I also almost, have a game with him. I can only guess who we're talking about. Yeah, it's not Nikia. Well, no. yeah. The fact that we are still playing a card collecting deck building digital iphone game <laughs> that's inspired by a regular tabletop physical yeah. game and we're still playing it regularly every single day for what a year and a half yeah something like that it's been a no, while jesus yeah it says something it does <laughs> it really does so. I, I teetered with the idea as we were playing um we had some close matches brian and i this week mm-hmm. um of actually getting into the lore. <laughs> oh my god! Because listen, I've been playing this game for a year and a half, literally every day for hours, and I and it's called Ascension Chronicles of the God Slayer. Yeah, there's something going on there. Yeah. There is a god. It's getting slayed. I'm sure if I look at the cards and really go deep, <laughs> I can put together what's god? happening. <gasps> Wait, I'm the god. Yeah, and we're I'm slaying the- each other. Oh my gosh, you're right. That's how we ascend. <laughs> Done. Oh you're welcome. man, you just saved me five hours. <laughs> <laughs> we just dug into all of the lore there, just right now. <laughs> one one deep dark Wikipedia hole. Yeah. I'm still um, gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, book report and tell us all about it. All right. You actually like zoom in close enough on the cards, the entire like biography of every single card's on the outside rim. It's like the Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, to have to read all those. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about you, Zach? What do you play this week? Uh, way too much. <clears throat> well done. You know, it's a video game podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you, make up, you made up for me. Yeah, It's yeah. good that we're playing some video uh, games. Yeah. I, I've been teaming up with Caitlin for a few things. Uh, the third episode of Life is Strange came out. So good. We're not going to dive too much into. Uh, Give me one yeah. feeling it, it gave you. Um, Shocked. All right, great. Yeah. Yes. Great. That's all I need. Which Thank is you. good because uh, this this Life is Strange 2 has been underwhelming to me compared to the uh, the first version. Uh, so this was good. Yeah, but um, this is episode three of five, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's halfway and, through. Yeah. You know. And those games seem like a slow burn. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe Troy and I tossed around the idea of doing a spoiler cast possibly. When There's it's no done. way we're going to be able to talk about it without actually talking about right, it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe we'll just combine it with everything spoilery. Just <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah. Last of Us, whatever is spoilery. We yeah. put it all into uh, one. We moved a little further along. Uh, Lewis inspired us. We're playing, uh, well, I'm helping Caitlin play Final <laughs> Fantasy VII for, uh-huh. the, for, the, for her first time. And so we've gotten pretty decent into that. Nice. Uh, Are you shocked? I'm, I'm shocked and okay. odd. Ooh, <laughs> where 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 have you passed? Where did you guys like? What was the last place you guys? Were at? The last we are place. we we're, I'm in the Mithril Mines right now. Okay, we run into the Turks. Oh, okay. After the Midgarzolum. Yeah, which yeah. was one of the coolest scenes. One yeah. of his the, the Turks name is Rude, and I was like, yeah. that's appropriate. Yep. Because y'all some rude jerks right now. But so well dressed. So yes. well dressed. Yeah. Dashing, I might say. <laughs> uh, I'm back on Final Fantasy 14 as well, and I spent like almost my whole day off playing triple triad, which is not what I expected my life to be that day, but sometimes it just happens. Isn't triple triad from final fantasy eight. Yep. And it's the same game and it's awesome. Yeah. They, they ported it to 14 and there is still a card collecting aspect of it. You have to beat certain people in order to get their cards. Mm -hmm. That sounds like they fun. straight up sell booster packs at the gold saucer now too. So. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah, they did it before when yeah. I was playing it. Um, but the big game I know Troy wanted to hear about uh, that came out this week was Rage Two. Topical. Uh, yeah, I got to play a little bit of that. Um, yeah. 
it's kind of generic. <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, it's like it literally the, the plot of the game is you are the last ranger and you are fighting against a group called the authority. Wait, like a, like a forest ranger. No, you're just the rangers. Are, are, is it a rager? Or ranger. Is it, oh, <laughs> oh, you're boo. just the rangers. Why they should have just called you ragers. Yeah. Um, the, the the best part about the game is it, it is extremely fun to play. Uh, the So it's made by id Software and um, I can't remember the name. It's Avalanche. The pe- Avalanche, the people who made Mad Max. So it was like a cooperative effort there. I'm guessing like the vehicle and the open world aspect was more Avalanche. And then id was like, hey, we know how to make shooters. So we'll throw that in there. <laughs> it's yeah. extremely satisfying. It I don't know. Titanfall 2 might still be my favorite shooter this generation. But uh, this it's pro- it's probably up there with like some of the best shooting mechanics I've played this generation. That's it's, it's that good. That's awesome. Um, the guns just have so much punch to them that it's. And everything explodes, basically. You're shooting something, something's exploding on screen. <laughs> okay. So it's just so gratifying. Just whether it's somebody's head exploding or explosive barrels going off. And then every, I mean, you just fire a shotgun. You just feel that cocoon like every mm. time you fire. And that's so satisfying. Uh, and you get like super enhanced abilities where you can like dash at people and punch them in the face and they'll blow up. And to, oh. to, to what purpose are you redoing all these um Heads explodings and shotgun ribcage. So what I've gathered, I mean, because the story is just blah and whatever. (laughs) uh, There's this group called the Authority. I think the guy might have been from the first Rage, which I did not play. Um, and he's doing some bad things. So you got to you got to go find the other people who have like outposts and help them out. And like you build up your reputation with them, and then all like the leaders are going to come together, and you're going to do the thing, and you're going to win. That's, so that's do you have like <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the whole thing. Do you have like a reputation meter? Yeah, for each okay. of the people, like they they have they have like different outposts or towns or whatever, and then you'll unlock quests and bounties and stuff to do throughout the world, which will build up reputation Gosh. with them which allows you to unlock different skills that are unique to their reputation meter. So there's all kind of weird currencies going on in the game as well. So you got to like level this up to get access to this level of skills, but then you need like these boosters to unlock actual (laughs) skills in the tree. So it's kind of confusing, but like I just end up having them in my inventory and I didn't realize how I got them there. So I'm like, cool. I was just blowing stuff up anyway. So that's pretty much the game. What's weird about it is, uh, when I when they when I first saw this was probably was it last year at E three that whole Andrew WK thing that, that was, was really awkward yeah. at Bethesda <laughs> and they made made it made it clear like this is game's gonna be silly and have crazy attitude and it's just like stuff right. blowing up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What I've played so far, I don't know where that is. It's <laughs> it's it's, it's pr- they pretty much deliver what story there is pretty straight to you. There's no like real zaniness to it and the characters don't even necessarily look ridiculous like the enemies were always like these like mutated dudes Mm -hmm. and like they were like that in the first game but they're like that now but it's not like i guess i was expecting more like borderlands level like zaniness but Mm -hmm. it's just not there it almost what i played so far like my my imagining the development was that they made this awesome shooting mechanics and stuff like that and then uh somebody was like this game has no personality and they were like, oh, crap. And they were like, then we'll throw some pink in there. Get some neon and blue. We'll, we'll, we'll market it as this crazy thing. And then now what, what I've played, it's just like, it's still pretty drab but and not very colorful. And Don't they get, have like the announcer's voice from like NBA Jam? Oh, like, yeah. Boom, shakalaka. That, that was my biggest disappointment so far. So I, I pre-ordered the game to get him. Uh-huh. And... Unfortunately, it's not very well implemented as to where he's like commenting on what you're actually doing live. It's I like I was in town talking to a dude 
and just like every eight seconds without fail, just saying the same line over and over again until I'm like, stop it. And I just, I went to the menu and turned it off, which it was, he probably says the funniest thing then when you go to turn it off, he's like, you can't shut me off. Oh, <laughs> just like, but yeah, he's just like, oh man, it's just like, I had like my overdrive meter full. So it just like every eight seconds, he's like, you have overdrive, use it. Oh. Like that. And I was just like trying to listen to a cutscene. I'm like, oh my God, it doesn't even stop now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you asked for me. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's other. If if it wasn't so fun to play, I'd be like really bummed because it's just like very. It's not bad. It's just very bland. And it. But other than that, it's just. I'm just like whatever. I'll just run around, punch stuff in the face, and want it to blow up because that's pretty much all it's got for mm-hmm. me anyway. There was one extra plus though. Uh, playing it uh, made us actually sit down and. We've had this TV for like a year and a half now, and we finally sat down to figure out the graphic settings to make it look the best. <laughs> well, nice. So well, I mean, I, I messed with it back then, but this game actually made me question. I was like, are color settings not off? Because it's, I remember the trailers, it was so colorful, and like there's like really loud pinks and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it was pretty close to spot on. This game's just kind of drab and... Right. I don't. I don't know. I guess they just really did a number on the marketing, and it didn't translate to the game. I don't or know. Maybe it'll <laughs> it'll pick up. Maybe you, you. Yeah, it almost seems like it was an afterthought that was added afterward. They were like, like I said, they were like, "There's no personality to this game, and it's mm-hmm. not going to sell unless we yeah. go like a direction with it or whatever." How <laughs> Mad Max is it? I was about to ask the same. I question. actually, I know you guys have talked about it a lot. I haven't actually gotten to play Mad Max. Okay. I know yeah. I have it free because I think it was a PS Plus game that was free one month, but it I haven't was. played it and. Um, from what I've seen of it with the open world and the driving, it, that part seems like it's straight up that they were making a Mad Max sequel. And then okay. they were like, no, it, or Bethesda was like, hey, you should make a game with us. And that became that Call after the this. fact, probably. Yeah. yeah. So they took like Mad Max and added like Doom elements because you were saying it's shooted. The shooting. Oh, yeah. The, the shooting is 1000% Doom. Uh, I okay. noticed because I started to get motion sick very early on, ah. which Doom <laughs> does that to me because it's it's not a cover shooter. It's just run around as fast as you can, blow stuff up, and pick up health packs and, and stuff then keep like going, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a hundred percent ids hands on that part. But like I said, it's probably like the the driving and the open worldy aspects. They're probably more avalanches influence. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. That's a, I'm a good not disinterested. You. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it. So so the two games between day, day uh, days gone. In this game, which one's more generic? <laughs> I think this one because <laughs> I thought that was gonna be such a, like a really like lightning nuanced like. No, <laughs> I mean like you you know, you're answering the question I have. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> this one because it I like I actually started to get into the story of Days Gone at least. Okay, like, it it does, does does start to have some personality to it. Whereas this, it survives on just. Have fun just blowing stuff up, which there's nothing wrong which with that. Which is nothing wrong with yeah. that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is why I, I didn't really stick with Doom so much because it, it, you, it really was just kind of run and gunner and mm-hmm. not nothing to do with the story that I was doing it, but I had no purpose doing it. So I got kind of bored with Doom, even though it's a fast action, mm-hmm. high octane game. And people are like, how'd you get bored with it? It's nothing but action. I'm like, yeah, that's why I got bored with it. It was nothing but action. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, eh. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. We'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Troy, what did you play this week? Hey, y'all. I finished Kingdom Hearts <gasps> 2 Final Mix. It yes! is in the bag. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. <laughs> send it to grandma because she's not going to come visit because she can't get on flights anymore. But that's okay. It's her birthday, and you're going to go fly out there for Christmas probably and see her. So you'll still see her <laughs> once a year, uh, and she's going to send you a card of how much she likes it. What I'm trying to say is that I finished Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, you, uh, did you finish Atlantica and throw it in the ocean? 
It was, uh, I did, but it just came back. It's, that's how the ocean works. The waves, <laughs> it just brings it right back to you. And I was also in the ocean when I threw it in the ocean. Oh, yeah, that's so, not fun. Yeah, I really didn't throw it anywhere. Yeah. I was loving uh, you. You actually followed up. You, you Last week, you said, I'm going to go home right after this, and I'm going to play it. And I was like, oh, that means he's going to play tomorrow. No, that night, he had his wife, I'm assuming, record. Or were you just self-emoting it? No, that was me. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely a self-emote. <laughs> okay. So he just self-emoted himself for playing uh, the Atlantica mission and just two videos at the very beginning. And I was like, that's all he needed to say. It was he, w- he wasn't even playing them. He was just watching it with disgust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a weird part in that game. Yeah. Um, I, that song, the first song they sing... Let me find that. I'm like, how many words are you going to fit into this song, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Who? I love the person who was like, ah, you know what? Little Mermaid, they have like what? Like five songs in them? Eh, we'll do our own thing. Let's have Sora sing. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was funny. And it wasn't as bad because yeah, the thing that killed me about it was it repeating over and over. It happening once was fine. I'll hear Under the Sea once and be <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was, it was was not so bad. Thank you for uh, encouraging me to do it because I would have finished that game without going there at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but real quick, I'll, I'll give two. One positive thought, one, one negative thought on my final thoughts of Kingdom Hearts 3. I have a negative thought. I do. Ooh. I do. I know it's a beloved franchise. You know what? That was the positive of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it didn't have that. Um, yeah. So the thing that was positive about it that I liked is that they dug deeper with the lore mm-hmm. for the Disney for the Disney uh, stories. True. Uh-huh. Um, in um, Chain of Memories, they just kind of rehashed the t- same stories again. So I got real bored. It felt like I was in purgatory. With this, it's like, oh, we're getting Aladdin's story, but we're getting Return of Javar Aladdin. Or mm-hmm. we're getting the next scene in Hercules. That did wonders to make those scenes actually progress and feel lively. Adding Lion King, brilliant. But the best part about the worlds was that they dared to go to places like 1930s Steamboat Willie Land. And, yeah. That is my yeah. favorite of all the Kingdom yeah. Hearts worlds. Freaking hanging out with Clarabelle Cow and that weird chicken. <laughs> like, that's awesome. And, you know, it was really sad because you saw uh, a Pete there who's the main, one of the main villains. But you see him before he's, like, angry and corrupted. And you realize that he's angry and, and, and corrupted because of Mickey, <laughs> who keeps messing with him. Yeah, he's a jerk. <laughs> I know. But, but back, back in the day, in the 30s, Pete was just a nice guy who had a, a little bit of an oaf and didn't really know what was going on. I felt some real pathos he there. He had a boat. He had a boat. <laughs> And it got taken from him. Yeah. Um, so doing worlds like that, doing Tron, like yeah. before the remake for Tron was even a thing, like just going there. I remember playing Kingdom Hearts 2 when it originally came out and having the same thoughts. And it still floored me coming back to the final mix version of it. Like hats off to them for actually going there and furthering the stories with all those franchises. Um, the critique that I have for it is um, a lot of people talk about the fighting system as it being like just super fun, super tactile is one of the best parts of the game. I think on surface level it is fine, <laughs> but if you try to dig deeper on it, it's really not that great in my opinion because of the menu system. Okay. Like you have a fighting system where you know you press X and you can counter with square and you have shortcuts to your... Um, to your uh, your magic and your health and your potions, but they give you so much possibility of what you could do with that fighting system: summons, limit forms, you know, team up combo moves, uh, ultimate forms that you can transform into, and all of this. 
And it's so hard to navigate the menu system and still be engaged in the fight because your attack button is also your select button. So you really have to dodge or do other things while you're navigating a menu while also looking at the screen. And it, the flow really messes up for me to the point where it seems like in the final mix, they realize that because you start having upgrades that allow you to um, instance some of the moves that you would go into the menu for. And it's just like, okay, yeah, you know, this is a problem. <laughs> like what, what, what are you doing? And what, what, what ended up doing for me is that I ended up just not going and exploring the combat as much as I wanted to because it was just cumbersome to get to. I know there's something, something's got to be wrong if Chicken Little is my favorite summon in this game. <laughs> something right, you mean. You're right. You know what? There's, okay, sure. There's something right. But I have the genie, you know? Yeah. But I don't want to use the genie because when, once I get into my menu, summon me shows up. Oh, let me help you, Sora. That's racist. Um, <laughs> uh, he then is another, like, three more menus for him to pick what type he's going to do, what attack he's going to do. And I'm just like, I just attack, man. Like, <laughs> I don't want to manage you like this. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of felt like you go to a buffet and like all this food is out in front of you. And you're like, oh, man, look at all this uh, awesome food. And they're like, yeah, enjoy. You eat it here. You can't sit. <laughs> also, no plate. You eat it once at one item at a time. And you're like, uh, all right, I'll pick at stuff. But after a while, I'm going to be like, my, my feet are tired. I want to. I want to sit. Can, can I get a plate? <laughs> Put it all together so I can eat it at once. No. 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 If you want a salad, the salad bar is three rows down. <laughs> yes. You have to eat the lettuce separately. Then you have to have a little bit of carrots. Toss them in your mouth. If you're really lucky, you might have a hot button that lets you add some dressing on it. But mm-hmm. yep. that that is that is my my Kingdom Hearts uh, combat experience. <laughs> okay. So in a nutshell. Question. Yeah. Did you prefer this combat or the card style from Chain of Memories? I was more into the card style because of the thought that I had to put into it. Like, it felt like chess. It's very different. Like, I don't even know. They're not the same thing at all. No. Um, but I, I got into the card collecting aspect of the fighting in Chain of Memories where I was really planning my moves ahead that I really got into to, to that. Okay. Um, this is more fun, though. <laughs> this is way more fun and way more flashy. And it, it, overall, quick time events are great. Uh, once again, it kind of sucks that the quick time event is also the same button as like your limit and the same button as your team up moves. So sometimes you end up using them and wasting your, your magic gauge when you're like, I just wanted to stomp on his head. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, that being said, I played it on standard difficulty, so I, I didn't I didn't take it to the next level where I would need to dig really deep into the combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Since that really wasn't the part Yeah, you were there for the uh, just for the not just for the story, but mainly for the story in order to the prepare the experience to prepare for yeah. three. Exactly. Cool. And so and so I do feel more prepared. I knocked that out and then I went into uh, three fifty eight over two, the two hours and fifty minute long <laughs> expose, and I watched it all the way through one it is sitting? two one sitting two hours and that's three hours that is avengers endgame <laughs> freaking kingdom hearts right there um i watched it in one sitting because i thought there would be a trophy <laughs> if i sat through the whole thing because at the end of kingdom hearts 2 they give you a trophy for sitting through the credits Oh, okay. And there's a trophy that says you sat through all the credits here you go i'm like well if they gave me a trophy for sitting through the credits definitely they'll give me a trophy for sitting through three hours <laughs> of a Nintendo DS game. In one sitting. <laughs> in one sitting. Um, they did not. 
But it's okay because uh, my wife Mandy actually really got into it, <laughs> and she hasn't played <laughs> like the the game leading mm-hmm. up to it, and she was just morbidly just like, "Yeah, no, this is great." I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah," and she was calling out things that are happening in the story that I'm still trying to figure out. I'm like, "I played three games trying to like wrap my head around this. It's been like five cutscenes, and you're telling, you're explaining it to me." <laughs> Um, Because you're stuck still in like the chain of memories where she's broken free of that. She was coming in. She was never chained to begin with. No, no. Free, free from the beginning. (laughs) Um, That I'm glad I didn't have to play that game. I'm glad they did put it on on the collection as just a a collection of Mm -hmm. cutscenes. Because I do feel like it was a good story. Like all the all the stories in Kingdom Hearts, it's kind of like, oh, this is cute, and then like, this is boring, and then you're like, (laughs) you know what? By the end, it's kind of endearing. It kind of, it kind of won me over by the end. I don't know how, but I somehow care about what is happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I did, and they, they, it was a, a very nice short story, and um, I think it, it, I'm very excited. So, mm. at this point, I am halfway through. I have only two more games in the franchise to play before I can then play Kingdom Hearts three, and I am. Super jazzed about it. So, what are the two? It is yes, uh, the last two are uh, Birth by Sleep, okay, and then uh, Recoded Kingdom Hearts Recoded, okay. which okay. I hear is like Black Mirror. Nice, um, <laughs> Dream yeah. Drop Distance. Oh no! <laughs> and if you want to be really technical, two point eight, a fragmentary passage. Um, I can look <laughs> that one up. Dream Drop Distance. How do I even get that? It's not in the collection. It's on. Uh, uh, it's on the 2.8 collection, not on the one you have. Oh, come on. Yeah, the 2.8, it has uh, Fragmentary Passage, Dream Drop Distance, and uh, the back cover movie, which is like about like the beginning, the beginning, beginning of everything. Yeah. And I think they released that only like a month before the game came out or something like that, too. Or before 3 came out, I mean. Uh, I don't it, remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was that that yeah, far away from play the that. Yeah. I'm not angry. <laughs> I'll look into it. Yeah. If you want, you can borrow our copy if you end up deciding yeah, you should ha- play Yeah, we have this. the 2.8. Oh, man. Why'd you Dr- say that? Dream Drop and... <laughs> I was getting able to rationalize it. It was like, oh, I would have, but I didn't want to go. You know, I got other stuff to do. But if you guys have it, of course I have to. Yeah, you don't have to. Like, Dream Drop takes place literally immediately before Kingdom Hearts 3 starts. Uh, so I have to do Birth by Sleep and then Dream Drop or Recoded, then Dream Drop. Recoded, I think you you could technically just not play. I mean, I don't think there's anything really that significant that happens in that I'm story. Yeah. I mean, more power to you, but I didn't even do that. Try to look into the timeline a little bit more. We'll bring it next week and then you can decide. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I was like. Oh, he's not right. Yeah, no, that's it was throwing me off. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, nice. Good uh, good week for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Not, not really for me. But no. Good job, guys. I'm happy for y'all. We're holding the fort stuff. down for yeah. you. <laughs> uh, so let's get into some news. News, 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 Let's start with what Nintendo went over yesterday, which was Mario Maker 2. I am on board now. Oh, you weren't before? I mean, I knew it was going to be good, but like... It, it everything because I don't have like the connection necessarily to Nintendo franchises like you guys do. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's usually like for like a lot of people it's like a done deal. It's like Mario, yep, here you go, my money. And <laughs> I watched that. And we started watching the direct, and I was like, I don't, I don't really care. I don't need to watch this. And then like I didn't click away from it. I watched like the whole like 10, 15 minute thing, and I was yeah. like, 
this looks dope. <laughs> this looks really cool. You can do all this stuff. Yeah, they had this is a story mode. That's dumb, but I'm going to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they added so much into that, man. And I, yeah, it's just, and then they have, and then it looks like they're going to have like probably DLC for it as well, where you can add in additional packs from other games into mm. it. Yep. That's mm. what it looked like. Cause it had, um, you know, this, these themes and then extra themes was a separate thing on the bottom, but there was just the one for it. Totally look like there's another totally spot right like, next yeah, to it. Yeah, at the very least, there's got to be at least one other spot. For yeah. It, so, Mario Maker for the Wii U is, in my opinion, the greatest Mario game ever because it's endless, endless Mario. Yep. It's and it's quality. Mm. I mean, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> you can find a lot of quality uh, games on there, and you make your own side-scrolling Mario game, or or if you don't, you play the genius levels that people have made and it's for any like uh difficulty if, if you want to punish yourself there's that <laughs> yep. if you want to just you know listen to a the, the teenage mutant ninja turtle song that someone made out of their blocks you could do that too mm-hmm. uh, it's incredible and and the the fact they're iterating on it at first i thought i was like well what else is there to do unless you do like a 3d um like 64 you know mario 64 type thing yeah and I was wrong. Yeah. You were <laughs> really wrong. The two things that really stood out to me as um, reasons for me to jump in, because I got into Mario Maker originally too and made, made uh, levels, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do that again. But what got me was the idea of goal setting, that yes. it's not just you getting to the end of the level that could give you the win, but you could actually personalize what happens. That's so cool. The idea that yeah. I can make, collect all the coins or, you know, you find the Goombas or jump on the Goombas head or, or just really experiment with what, what you have to do to win, Mm -hmm. uh, excites me a lot as a creator. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, to, to just break out of the box of, of what a, uh, a platformer can do or what it can be. Um, that is super exciting. And, um, I like the addition of, um, 3d world. Agreed. Yeah. And considering it's a completely different set of rules from the different, from the, from all the other ones as Mm -hmm. well. It's it's pretty great. It's pretty yeah. f- and then also the the addition of a night mode. The, the moon mode makes the moon me so mode, happy. Like and then it completely depending on if you're in a castle or you're in whatever, all the rules are different as well. All the physics change. Yeah, all the physics change. Like, oh man, it's it's a genius. Koji Kondo wrote new music. Yeah. Yeah. Spins out I'm like People were like, this don't sound like anything I've heard. And it's like, no, it's new music. It's, yeah. it's so dope. <laughs> and then to add dry bones as well. Like, come on, guys. You can I, be a dry, you can run around in dry bones shell. Yeah. Creepy. And then, you know, you're like, oh, I'm about to die. And you just fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the modern day Tanuki suit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked about the idea of like us doing like a four player group playthrough of some of these levels because like some yes. of the things that they did uh were pretty hilarious i thought ingenious ways the, to clear the multiplayer levels. like yeah. i remember specifically one where the, they were right at the finish line but there was a bunch of spikes and one of the players had to throw themselves into the spikes and they would freeze there and the guy jumped on him and over him yeah to get through. i'm like that's amazing yeah <laughs> i'll throw myself on the spikes guys don't worry <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks uh, it looks awesome though i, I was the 15 minutes definitely was not needed, but it was very helpful for people in order to understand how much new stuff there actually is. Yeah, it's game. like, guys, we, it's not just new slopes. No, it's like... It's not just that you can do that. <laughs> Although the slopes are great. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be all slopes all the time. I want an all slope level. <laughs> oh. I want to go down oh, the whole time. Yeah. Done. <laughs> now that you can do levels up and down instead of just side to side, Yeah. oh, it's going to be going down. 
<laughs> Yelling timber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then also at the end of that, they announced the Switch game discount program, which is not really <laughs> like a discount at all. Can like anybody explain that? Okay, so basically, it's a hundred bucks or ninety nine ninety nine. It gives you two game vouchers that you can use okay. for any Nintendo. So you game. drop ninety nine ninety nine. You drop ninety nine ninety nine. They give you two game vouchers. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you can use them on uh, uh, games that they say that you can make or that you can use them on. So it's pretty much all like Nintendo first party games. Yes. But you can only, you know, you can use them. Uh, but like some of the games are already on sale. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can use it on Breath of the Wild, but you can find that in stores for like 30 bucks. You know, you can use it on other things you know, like, like uh, the Mario Rabbids game. Is our, is right now on sale for nineteen ninety seven in the Wii Shop or not wow. the Wii Shop, but you know the the Switch You don't think shop. they'll take that into account? No, you just apply it to it, and it, you so have it's a hundred dollars. You get two vouchers that are worth sixty dollars each. Hypothetically yes, speaking. hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, yes. and if you use those two, you're effectively saving twenty dollars. Yeah, correct. Potentially, yeah. And then if and then if you also have your rewards account attached to it. Uh, you know your Nintendo rewards. Yes. You'll also get your 500 coins from purchasing the thing, which uh-huh. is an extra five dollars and you can and add to it. Yeah. So I mean, it's it you you can game the system if you want to, because you can n- also you know because you can buy like your, you know some some sites have sales on on Nintendo Gold, mm-hmm. and you know maybe it's ninety dollars for a hundred dollars worth of gold. So then that you can also uh, uh, you know factor that into it as well if you want. So, I mean, you can get it down, but yeah, as it stands, if you use it on new games that are actually $60, you can save 20 bucks. Yeah. I've never seen Nintendo sound more like a like late night, like, <laughs> let me sell you this slap chop, yeah. <laughs> like info commercial. And just for $100, you get two vouchers. Yeah. Pick up these two games, save nineteen ninety nine. dollars Yeah. Like, what, is, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like... In, in Order the, now. Yeah, in the best case scenario, yeah, you save twenty bucks. Right. But, you know. Sure. You, you know they're doing that, so that way you do use it on that Mario Rabbits game, which is twenty bucks in the eShop, but you'll just use your coupon on that. You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't well, know. June twenty eighth is when Mario Maker Two is dropping. Correct. So that's exciting. That's it very is. soon. Very much so. Very much. I can't so. wait to frustrate you all and make <laughs> you hate me with my levels. I cannot wait. <laughs> I'll have to play it on my uh, my wife's Switch because I don't have one. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Let's get into some more news. Uh, Zach, you were saying there was something about the uh, a Splinter Cell troll going oh, on. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think his name's Julian Garrity. He's the one who is like the lead director of Division 2, uh-huh. which is also a Ubisoft project. Him and uh, I can't remember the two. I should have looked this up before. Two other like higher up Ubisoft guys were apparently like in Paris or something like that getting mm-hmm. drunk. And they were like... <laughs> Hey guys, all three of us here were working on the new Splinter Cell IP and blah blah blah, just like that. And people mm-hmm. on the internet were like, "You can just announce a game like that?" Because like people have been wanting Splinter Cell for a long time, and it just the internet was going bananas. <laughs> and then I think it was like Jason Schreier came out. It was just like, "LOL, I know things, and they're clearly drunk and messing with you." And then like four <laughs> hours later, they were like, "Yes, this is indeed a troll. They're all just having fun." Like, yeah. Because like he went the extra distance. He changed his whole Twitter profile to be like Splinter Cell themed from Division <laughs> Two and everything like that. Wow. And some people. Or like, LOL, but seriously, bro, like, you have a responsibility. You just pissed a lot of people off. <laughs> you know, sometimes the internet needs to take a hit, yeah. you know, just to get, they need to be checked. 
Just notch them all down to a couple pegs. Yeah, the, the internet's just one giant troll anyway. So yeah. really, yeah. <laughs> just par for course. That gets angry when it gets trolled. How's it feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said bad things about my division, so screw you. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, there was also, what was it, Final Fantasy XI possibly getting uh, remade? This was really weird. So um, I actually didn't even find this out through a news source. Um, the guys that I used to run with on Eleven sent me the actual document from the company Nexon, like their projected earnings reports and stuff like that. So he's just like, look at this. And I'm like flipping through like an earnings document. I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. This is like clearly like a PowerPoint that somebody did in a fancy office somewhere. But toward the very bottom, it says like their projected new titles that they're working on. And it had a whole list of stuff that was like mobile related. Mm -hmm. But then on there, it's like Final Fantasy 11 R. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And then apparently I like looked into it and apparently they're, they, I saw some screenshots. They're remaking Final Fantasy XI in Unreal Engine and it looks amazing, but it's apparently going to be like a, they're working on a mobile uh. version of it. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like this is a <laughs> giant MMO. You're going to put mobile, but uh, you know, it's like in Asian countries, it's apparently there's a lot of MMOs on the phone now. So there are, there's, there's a lot of them on <laughs> it's, there. It's pretty crazy. But I'm like, as someone who spent like a, an, an insane portion of my life playing 11, I was like, this seems fascinating. And it's, I think it's weird that another company, Sky Get All of Square just gave it to them, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And I probably am the only one interested in it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it is interesting. It's very cool. Uh, let's see here. What, uh, wow. Also the classic version got its release date. Yeah. August 28th, 26th, 26th. Yeah. It's officially coming out. And I think somebody else put it best. I think this might be like, the one of the biggest projects of something somebody making something that the fans thought they wanted that they don't realize they don't actually want. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's gonna be great seeing Twitter the week that releases. Yeah. Because oh, no. they had so many people playing like the private servers. Yeah. But I, I feel like people were playing that because you know it's free. Yeah. <laughs> and now yeah you know you have to pay for oh this just, wild classic. This could really hurt. Oh, it will okay. really hurt. I mean, I you're I just cannot foresee a mainstream audience being willing to come back. That's the reason why I will never go back to Final Fantasy XI, even though they tamed that down. I'm was, like, I'm I not was, putting the time into that. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's like it's like playing Final Fantasy XIV yeah. and going back to XI and going, oh no. <laughs> I shouldn't be here. I, I thought I wanted this, well, but I don't. I'm going to go sell off my wife and kids and yeah. my house. And <laughs> so so what, why why even do this to begin with? Was there, was there a definite outcry that they that Warcraft, World of Warcraft has gone so far off the beaten path that people want a simpler, simpler yes, time. Yes. yes, very much so. There was a whole private server that had like, I forget how many tens of thousands of people on it, mm-hmm. but it was just one server that was a private server, just meaning, uh, you know, they were just using uh, Blizzard's assets and then they wrote their own co- uh, code in order to, to do the server side and all the back end in order to recreate world of warcraft you know how it used to be vanilla and so there were so many people doing it and then blizzard got wind of it because i forget somebody actually wrote something on it or whatever mm-hmm. blizzard got wind of it and shut them down and then there was a huge outcry because people were like yo you guys aren't doing this so you know we're just trying to do yeah. it ourselves you know because people want this and then like the server administrator the people who are running the server actually flew out to anaheim and met with blizzard and they had a whole bunch of different meetings and yeah, this was the the end result of that, which was I think almost like two years ago, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. something like that. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, a, there's a documentary somewhere there. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I mean, great. it's 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 been something they've been working on for a while. MMOs are very hard to make. They are. Yeah, <laughs> I 
think that's a whole that could be a whole topic. Yeah. I, I think it's a dying <laughs> thing. Like you, you're always gonna have the hardcore. In fact, especially with WoW, it's like there are people on Twitch this day they still stream WoW, but I feel like all of them are just exclusively talk about how bad they hate WoW now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It's like it's an addiction that they can never leave. So yeah. they're like, oh, WoW Classic's gonna be the savior, but. Again, I think you'll have the hardcore yeah. thousands or whatever, but it's like that way for a reason now. I don't think anybody has the time. Yeah, it's our savior, but it's a false prophet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, are you going to have to pay to switch to the server? Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. I, I don't think you can switch your character. You have yeah, to make you have a to new character. A new okay. And I think it's its own subscription. Yeah, oh, I think okay. so. Yeah. I don't know how much it is. I think it might mm. only be like five bucks or something like yeah. that, but I can't remember how much it is. Um, and then also, uh, breaking news today. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, Sony and Microsoft uh, are possibly teaming up for a cloud-based service based on Microsoft Azure uh, server mm. uh, software. Uh, currently, though, it is just called a Memorandum of Understanding. That sounds like the next Kingdom Hearts game. Right? It's <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. exactly what it means, but... They, they signed a memorandum of understanding, which is not legally binding, not anything. It's just, hey, we're both looking into, you know, doing this type of thing. You know, this is our intent of going somewhere. Uh, nobody knows what it is. Uh, people are speculating it might be like a Google Stadia type competitor or mm-hmm. it might be something they I'm thinking personally that it's something along the lines of if you own a game on each system, it's kind of like you can cloud save. So you can use your save either with a PS4 or with an Xbox. That's what I personally am thinking that it could uh, could be leading towards. But I don't know. Obviously. That'd be weird. Yeah. I don't know how many games I own that aren't like, that I just collect them. Like the Final Fantasies we own on everything that they've ever been released on. But pretty much other than that, I can't think of any game I own on two platforms if I just didn't yeah. get it for free. Yeah, exactly. Life. Like, I don't think it's going to get much. That, that's just what's rolling through my head. Yeah. That was my first thought. No, but like, that's the only logical thing I can think of right away without, like, that would make Sony and Microsoft want to play well together. Yeah, exactly. Especially after all that Rocket League and Fortnite stuff. <laughs> hey, Google coming into their uh, to their sandbox. That's true. Sometimes you got to team up with the bully in order that's, to get him out. That's my enemy, a, that's of my enemy is my yeah. friend. I mean, it's Google. Yeah. Google is Google. (laughs) They own so much of us. If they want to make a thing, they're going to make it. And I I honestly do think, you know, Sony and Xbox, they're huge companies, but they're not Google. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I I think that's exactly what's what's going on is is PlayStation has their now service, which was based on that tech. uh, Remember the name of it? And then, uh, yeah, with what uh, Microsoft has going on. Yeah, yeah, they got to kind of come together and... uh, make something for console gaming because yep. they're the ones yeah. that would do it. And Nintendo doesn't care about that. They got yeah. their own thing going yeah. on. Steam doesn't really need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to contend with, you know, Epic now and, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo just needs uh, two words, which is Zelda and Mario. That's all that they need <laughs> in order to survive in um, this world. Excuse me, Animal Crossing mm-hmm. as well. That's an additional two words. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and also, that's a myth. That's yeah, not that's even a, a real yeah, thing. It's not even real. Listen. It's not coming out. E3, we will find something out about Animal Crossing at that direct. And part of me is hoping for a shadow drop. That won't happen. You realize we live in a world where we know more about Nancy Drew, the next (laughs) game, than we do about Animal Crossing. Yes. Just just so you know. And I don't know how I feel about that. Just so you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, to be fair, what we know about the new Nancy Drew game are the characters in it, and I know all the characters that are going to be in Animal Crossing. And a release date. Or do you? Yeah, do you? They, They could be an entirely new town. It could be... What if the town burns down? They kill off Tom Nook. Yeah, Tangy might not be in it. Listen. But Nancy Drew might be in it, for yeah. all we know. Boom. She's on a case. 
Yeah. <laughs> Finding out who killed Tom Nook. It's Tom Nook. Yeah, he's it's the it's definitely yeah. Tom Nook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever got murdered, death. even if it's his own, it's him. It's him. And you know, if Nancy Drew was in it, she'd be a mole. <laughs> <laughs> Digging for clues. Yeah. <laughs> Digging for the truth. Absolutely. And then, uh, so Zach, also, you were talking about how their uh, Ubisoft has three games coming out next year. Oh yeah. So apparently, I. C- I don't know what confirmed this, but uh, I think it might have been like their projection thing as well. Uh, Three AAA titles slated to be released by spring of next year. So they didn't say what. Okay. Um, My guess? Yeah. Everybody can get a guess in here. All right. Troy, you can There's got to be a Watch Dogs brewing. (laughs) Yeah. But we've heard nothing about it as well. So they would have to announce it at E3 to to swing out um, in in the winter or spring. Yeah. I mean, I know that they're working on the Assassin's Creed, but that's usually their November release, so I don't think it's one of those. I think Assassin's Creed is going to brew for a little bit longer. When did the last Assassin's Creed come out? Last year. Were they doing the every other year again? I believe they said that they were going to do the every other year thing again. Okay. I think they are going to let it breathe because yeah. the, DLC, the, the DLC was working pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's still, they're still iterating on the last game. Exactly. I do like the Watchdog Theory. Yeah, that was that actually going to be... Really that good. seems like a slam dunk. Yeah, that was going to be my guess was Watch Dogs 3. <laughs> Watch Dogs 3 Miami. Nice. Okay. I not. can see that. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Watch Dogs 3 Watch Dogs Fort like Lauderdale. A London? <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> uh, London would be pretty cool. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, actually, personally... Myself, I would like uh, Watch Dogs 3 Tokyo, considering oh, okay. it is a technology-based thing. I could see that. Um, aren't they doing Beyond Good and Evil? Uh, that game's a myth. That's never coming out. Okay. <laughs> Not a real thing. <laughs> no, no. That's Beyond okay. Retail yep. <laughs> and Digital. <laughs> hey. uh, Caitlin, what do you think? Another Far Cry game. Yeah. That's what you think? Okay. That That's <laughs> one of the... Many. I'm ideas. talking about your personal guess. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the another Far Cry game because they came out with like three in a row, and I, I mean, feel like they're just gonna throw another one out. And it's gonna be subpar again, and they're just gonna keep doing it. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> what about they, you? They try? always have an off year. Yeah, and then they they take like New Dawn was the Far Cry for this year, and then there's a numbered one, and then there's an off one. Far yeah. Cry Primal, then Far Cry Five, then New Dawn. Yeah. You're probably right. One of them has to be Far Cry. I agree. Um, I think. Mario versus Rabbids two. Oh, uh, yeah, bringing it back. That game was that was good. That game was really good. Zelda comes to play this time Ooh. with Link and Ganon. So, so could it be? Um, so could it be? Uh, Get your Legend, play points ready. Legend of Rabbids. Legend of Rabbids. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Rabbit of Zelda. Nah, that no, you don't no, want to no. see. That <laughs> you don't want to see that. You don't want to see the rabbits of Zelda. Uh, it's not what appropriate. About just dance. You think that's that's every year though. Yeah, I don't think I thought, they're talking about that. Just dance, like it's just just 2012. Like that's not a thing anymore, is it? Yeah, they still have been the, releasing just them dance yearly. Is always at With E3, what? Yeah, there's no motion controls anymore. Uh, Switch has their oh, motion controls. Uh, right. You still have an one, Xbox has their the has light their sensor. Connect. Yeah, people use yeah. the light sensor. There stuff. was a okay. Just Dance 2018. So, and yeah, it came out on Wii. Yeah, right. it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. I like them. Yeah. But okay, good guesses, everyone. I like it. I like it. All I, I have a pipe dream. I want another South Park game. That's a no, Matt and Trey. That I is know. a huge pipe in that pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's enough you can fit in that pipe in order to make that real. <laughs> well, we know what it's not going to be. It's not going to be Skull and Bones. Nope, no, it's not. They uh, that's been suspended indefinitely. You know what? That's okay. Yeah, I'm not really that into that. 
the ship fighting game right now. I am, but uh, I, I, I really just want another Pirates game. Did like, you play Assassin's Creed? You have the ship fighting stuff in there? I did, and I loved it. But, oh. like, I want, like, oh, an actual, really like, okay. like, did you ever play Pirates Gold or any of that no. type of stuff? Oh, wait. Yeah, Pirates Gold, which yeah. is from Genesis. Yeah. That game was the best. It's, it's Sid Meier's Pirate, Pirates. Uh, and it's Sid Meier, so it's, it's, it's developed extremely well. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's actually one of my favorite games. Did you play Skull and Bones? Or not Skull and Bones, uh, uh, Sea of Thieves? Uh, I did for like three days. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It, like, I, don't like I played it at the very beginning. I haven't played it. I, I mean, I've been meaning to go back because our other friend Josh is supremely into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see. Our roommate's really into it as well. Yeah. I tried playing it a couple days ago and I got seasick. Ah. Good on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's working. Yeah. It's working. You know what? Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now that brings us to our Dragon of the Week. Do, do, do. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, yeah. People from the industry. Uh-huh. It's the dragon of the week. Say what? Talking about companies. Not with dragon <laughs> of the week. <laughs> What's the other lyric? <laughs> We're, it's for fun and fancy free. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you do. Yeah. Listen, we I love got, you. We love you. Dragon of the week. I got your text, okay? I tried to re- memorize so it. All right. I butchered your lyrics. I apologize. It's fine. Again, just change them however you want. Yes. 30 seconds know. worth of thoughts can be way better extrapolated <laughs> on. <laughs> Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. So, Caitlin, I believe yeah. this week... I'm doing Dragon of the you Week. You are doing That's our right. Dragon. I we am, throw I'm a little love on some industry icons. Warn That's you, right. uh, my notes are very all over the place, so... Uh, I because I hand wrote these notes, so I couldn't be like copy paste, move this bulletin closer to the other bulletin. So if I jump around a little bit, I'm very sorry. It's all good. That's Anyone want to guess who mine is? Ooh, Zach's um, not allowed to guess. Anyone else's? Is it Miyamoto? No. Creator? Okay. Uh, is it Shahir Giro Miramoto? <laughs> 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 nope. No. All right. Who is it? Okay, it is Lonnie Minnelli. And you might not under- know who she is, but she is the original voice for Nancy Drew in <gasps> the first 32 Nancy Drew games. Get out of here. I decided to do her. I'm so excited for this. I this figured, is great. Uh, because I love Nancy Drew and this podcast loves Nancy Drew. I was like, she has to be the first one I choose. Nice. So, Beautiful. Uh, it starts, she was born July 28th, 1950. So she is 59 years old and she is still voice acting now more than ever. She's, wait, wait, wait what year was she born? In 1950. That's 69 years old. Okay, then uh, maybe you're right. So uh, 1960 is probably because she's okay. 59 years old. Right. Either way, so, it's impressive. That's impressive. Either, yeah, so um, so originally she was not into voice acting. She was actually doing voices on the radio. And then one day she was heard by this guy who's like, hey, uh, you can imitate voices. Can you imitate the Fern Gully voices? And then she did voice work on Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, and that is her first voiceover credit. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Uh, who, so, is, who was she in uh, that uh, one? She was a bunch of various voices. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, she is special because she has a four-octave voice range, which the average female has two. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. She actually helped cast the voice of Nuke, Duke Nukem th- in Duke Nukem 3D uh, from <laughs> of John St. John. She just, like, <laughs> randomly knew him and the voice act like everyone they were looking for the voice actor and he was like uh he was auditioning because she pushed him through and the guy was like no his voice isn't good and she's like do it like three steps deeper and then the guy did it and he was like 
perfect. And so that's how they discovered him. So, right. so you know, just like show business, nepotism. Yep. <laughs> uh, but she actually is now the founder and owner of Audio Gods, spelled with a Z. And it, Naturally. Yeah. She uses, it's a voice acting agency that helps offer directing, writing, and casting for the industry. So it, it tries to help uh, people who are starting off become better. And then so that way people are hiring more voice actors as opposed to regular actors. I love that. Don't do, who who can't voice do voice acting as well, but they get hired because they're good for marketing value. Yeah, like celebrities, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So very cool. Yeah, but she did her first Nancy Drew game, Secrets Can Kill, in 1998. It was a two disc game for PC, and uh, I loved it. It was the first of the Nancy Drew series, and she de- did 32 Nancy Drew games total. Jeez. How, how much of the, of the game is, is dialogue? Do you, you A hear? lot of it, because uh, you're, you're Nancy, so you have to interview all of the people that, right. all, all of the suspects to whatever the crime is, mm-hmm. and you can call the phone, you can call Ned, you can call Bess, you can call George, you can call other people related to the case. So you hear her voice quite often, and then there's always, like, you can go online and find, like, if you type in Nancy Drew on Etsy, I think the first thing that pops up are coffee mugs that say it's locked because Nancy will try to open a door and she'll just go, it's locked. Um, and is that like one of like a cool like cult thing for Nancy Drew? Yeah, she's got a few players. phrases like that where it's like you, you do it and you're like, now's not the time for that and stuff like that where it's just like <laughs> you hear it in- so much. I can hear her saying it in my head as I say these aloud. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool that her first game as Nancy Drew, who is, how old is she in the game? Is she 16? Is she 13? Yeah, she's, she's like 16, 16 to 18. 16 years old, a 38-year-old playing a 16-year-old, man. Yeah. That's great. She's got, what, four octaves? Yeah, you said? four yeah. octaves. That's then, incredibly talented. So has she, is she still voicing her? She's uh, She was recently replaced. Well, I say recently when the last game came out <laughs> four years ago. But wow. uh, after that game, the last 20 Nancy Drew games or so had like the marvel after credits thing okay. where you stay after the credits and then you stinger. see a t- yeah you see a stinger for the next game mm-hmm. uh we all noticed that the stinger for the last game had a different voice and we were like is that supposed to be nancy that's weird and then they finally uh the ceo penny who i'm not a fan of uh she made a lot of changes when she took over the company which is why the game has taken five years to come out or four years to come out and one of them was to replace uh to replace Lonnie with a different voice actress who lived in Seattle as opposed to San Diego because she lives in San Diego, the new voice actress. Apparently sounds younger, but honestly, uh, doing research for this, Mm -hmm. I was listening to a podcast that she was on like two years ago Mm -hmm. and her voice, she uses just pretty much her voice for Nancy. She just youngs it up a little bit. It still sounds like great because she was even talking about Nancy Drew on that and I was just like, this is creepy. I was like listening to it this morning and it was blowing my mind yeah so, I'm like, so a 59 year old still is able to sound like a 16 year old yeah i mean well after she's doing this role for yeah, of 20 course. 30 games yeah like that's just her yeah <laughs> that's incredible so, yeah that's your career man that's uh, right good for you um her latest voiceover release is actually was actually a, a week and a half ago two weeks ago what was it for the sony state of play Oh, really? We all watched the Sony State of Play, and we all saw the medieval trailer. Yeah, she was the narrator of that trailer. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, all right. I'm a big fan. Yeah, so <laughs> she's done. She does a lot of different random things. Uh, some other roles that I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, pretty much, if Larry, Lemmy, Morton, or Wendy, any of the Koopa kids, are uh-huh. in a game, she's the voice. Really? And in Smash, uh, she was also the the newest Smash and with the Wii U 
the 3DS one that came out before, she was also the voice of Lucas and Lynn. Okay. Mm-hmm. In God of War, the newest one, she was Pesta. Pesta. I don't know who that Pesta. is. I didn't play that game. Pesta. I can't. I don't know. I don't I don't there the weren't game. many females in that yeah. game, yeah. unfortunately. Um, it, she did the voices of the clickers, the runners, and the bloaters in Last of Us. Oh, she might have been doing a, mo- a monster. Yeah. Oh, Pesta that's probably what a monster. Was. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, she did Soul Calibur Six. She was Ivy. Yeah, I'm a big Ivy fan. Yeah, she does uh, in the Professor Layton series. She does the voice of Luke, his little friend. Luke, and then she usually does the female uh, like B protagonist as well because they usually find like some girl in that game. She's also been the voice of all of them. Uh, she was Lacey Benton in Bendy and the Ink Machine. Uh, she does a lot of voices with Blizzard. She works with them a lot. Okay. Uh, cool. She was Syl- Sylvana. Oh, Sylvana's Windrunner. Uh, in Starcraft Two. Oh no! Oh no! Sylvan. No, that's, uh, no, that's uh, yeah. She wasn't that. No, Sylvan. she's not Sylvanas. <laughs> yeah, no, she was Sylvan. And then uh, in Skyrim, she was a Nocturnal and the Night Mother. Okay. Uh, in Darksider, she is Tiamat. She oh. was uh, someone named Steel in Borderlands, and she plays Rogue the Bat as well as Ana Mucho in Sonic games. All right. Okay. And then uh, what was it? Uh, I wrote on this. In Skylanders, she plays Sonic Boom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, my wife is a big fan of Sonic Boom. So I I I, I remembered that. That's why I made sure to write that one down. It's not easy to have a long career in 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 voice acting. Yeah, not, it, it and that's just ebbs and flows. If you're one of the people that get to do it for a lifetime, then you get you are one of the people that get to do it for a lifetime. She yeah. has over 400 credits to her name. That's awesome. So that and a lot of them are like oh various things and mm-hmm. that stuff like that, but she's like she's got a lot of named characters, which even then is impressive. Yeah, and then she's also a CEO of her own company as well. Yeah, that, that that's that's. That's pretty darn yeah. awesome. Bring and more people into the fold. She yeah. like I, I went on her Twitter and she's still posting about new work she's doing all the time. That and flowers. She really likes gardening. <laughs> like any fifty nine year old. It really <laughs> it might be a dumb question, but is she like pro union for voice actors? Because that's a big thing. She, the past few years. Yeah. She. Uh, so to work with her agency, you can you do not have to be unionized, but you can be unionized. Uh, she is. When I was listening to an interview today today with her she seemed very not on the fence she just wasn't for or against it she wasn't picking a side because she was she was claiming that sometimes a lot of the horror stories are not as bad as they seem however she also didn't want to judge everyone on like she can't judge you on how you feel so she was still it seemed like she was still making up her mind on that yeah, some people are coming to the, to unions or not for very legitimate reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't join a union right now because I'll have less work and I can't make ends meet because right. there's just mm-hmm. less, you know. Yeah. I asked because, like he was saying, uh, it can be super difficult to be a voice actor for a long time because that's the thing you rely on. And what I was even listening over to the interview today, um, she was talking about a really messed up voice she was doing to the point where she made her vocal cords swell so bad that she like couldn't even consume fluids and stuff like that. And there's been, I've heard stories of video game companies who people do takes like that and destroy their voices all, only for them to be like, yeah, we're not going to use that. Like, right. we want you to do another thing. And like, mm-hmm. you're risking literally destroying your livelihood. And so that's why a lot of people are pro-union because totally. they've got to protect yeah. themselves for that reason. So yeah, that was a, she did bring up uh, something similar to that where she was, uh, she was helping another, she was to help doing direct because she directs a lot of voice acting and stuff along that lines. 
with her company. So she was helping direct someone else and they were doing, it wasn't a big role in a video game and she wouldn't say which one it was, but they did it. And she was like, we were working on it for like a good couple days. And by the end of it, it was the new guy and it was one of his first jobs and he was so excited. And by the end of it, they scrapped it all and gave the voice to Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Yeah. So she was, she was like, things like that happen. It sucks. Get to the but job. It happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't compete with that. No, you can't. Yeah. Okay, it's not a Duma. <laughs> <laughs> nah, see, look, like, I can't, I can't be in the industry. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, she, and, and she's just like, it's just like any voice actor I see. Like, when we watch Troy Baker do anything, I hate him. He's so talented and beautiful and, <laughs> and everything. Nolan uh, North is another one of those yeah, people Nolan that North just too. always going to have work. They, <laughs> they just, they can start talking and then they'll just start talking in all their voices. And I'm like, that's so much talent. Oh my God, that's so good. I can't, I can barely do a Russian accent. <laughs> our, uh, our friend Bobby, he does uh, voices, but he does them for, for television and for movies and stuff like that, where it's mm-hmm. basically like Spanish uh, dramas and soap operas. Oh, no. yeah. I've, I've done full. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've also yeah. done those yeah. as well. Yeah. It's great work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you great. You get it's... to watch a soap opera for like a year. Yeah. And I didn't even realize before, you know, hearing about them doing it, I didn't even realize that they brought those over to here and then put them to English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, a lot of our stuff is, you know, exported and done in those, th- you know, right. done in those languages. I just didn't realize that those came over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's a completely separate industry that's, that's oh, yeah. That's especially in South Florida. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> south florida yeah yeah it's great it's good work yeah. <laughs> uh, and and she that was something uh she was talking about all the uh with specifically with the sonic games how doing the vo for those sucked kind of because you have to they have their voice the the mouths are set to the japanese oh, talk, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, language so you have to try to say what they're saying while their mouths are moving but at the same time you have to use that many syllables or that little syllables and just how difficult it could be and then trying to uh communicate with the person giving you direction because it's often someone japanese who doesn't speak english very well so they're trying to tell you how to communicate at the same time they can't because of the language barrier and it's just it can be a hot mess sometimes yeah like like all great games yeah just be a hot mess sometimes (laughs) but very cool. Yeah, she she's pretty awesome. She doesn't play video games herself, but she does watch a lot of them. She's like, I just don't have the time to play them, but I can watch them while doing something else. She's got that gardening to get yeah. to. That's she's right. Got flowers to take. She care was of. apparently playing one of the Nancy Drew games and uh, got stuck on a puzzle and had to call someone at the company to help her. That's cute. <laughs> she's like, I had a connection, so I tried calling them for help. <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. And it's Lonnie. Malena. Lonnie Malena. I think that's how you say it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, that's off. If she's listening, which she should be. Because everyone is. Everybody's yeah. listening to it. Yeah, she's not Matt Smith. Please let us know if we're mispronouncing your name. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I listened to it a couple of times earlier today, so I could say it right. So I probably still messed up. And thank you for being an awesome voiceover. Yeah. yeah. And for being this week's Dragon, Dragon of, of the Week. week. <laughs> yeah, we're getting good at this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to form into a real podcast now. <laughs> Only took 13 episodes. That's right. Evolution. <laughs> oh, God. This is Second evolution. Our 13th published. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We've had a lot more than that. The shadow episodes, yeah. we like to call them. Yeah. <laughs> the before time. <laughs> Speaking of, she did the voice of Littlefoot in the Land Before, Land before Time video games. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> Just had to tie Never that in there. Those, but I would. Yeah, I'll have. No, I wouldn't. I, I can't take those games. I, I watched. I love the movies. I don't mm-hmm. know if I could do the games. No. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Very much so. Well, at this point, if you see the graphics for those games, you probably don't want to play those. I could play some bad graphics games. I mean, you're playing Final Fantasy VII. That's terrible yeah. graphics. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> An acquired taste. Yeah. Uh, objectively, I know those are terrible graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the, uh, the, 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 uh, the FMV movies. Mm-hmm. Like, oof. Oh, man. <laughs> the CGI is rough. But uh, all right. Well, another episode in the bag. Tasty, Ooh. tasty. Well, once again, thanks for listening to this week's Taste of Dragons. We record in Tate's Comics in sunny South Florida and prepared and pa- prepared and powered by our friends, the 3000 Brigade. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can join in on the fun and interact with us on our social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, uh, Instagram, tweeters, the tweeters. Uh, we also have our website, tasteofdragons.com. Uh, Troy, what's going on this week on... Uh, well, right on. This Tuesday, we got to do Ranking of Dragons, where we are just going to list every dragon <laughs> in <laughs> order of how we like them, pretty right. much, as a collective. Um, and we got Nadra, the awesome wisdom dragon from Breath of the Wild. Uh, cool dragon. And uh, she's ranking at number two, right below Spyro. Not because she's amazing, but Spyro's kind of cultural edginess or awareness kind of pushed him a little bit over the edge there. For we, most of us. We, we started out the yeah. gate real strong with Spyro. I know, I know, I know, I know. But there's, there's, there's probably better. There's, there's better, be better dragons out there, and yeah. it's only video game dragons. Yes, and yeah. if you so, know, and if you yourself have a have a suggestion for mm-hmm. us, you would like to see, please let us know. Yes, please. Yeah. Anyway, any way you want to let us anyway know, let us know. know. Anyway, <laughs> and then we also have our TikTok that Troy is also running. Oh man, TikTok's been a little slow. That's fine. It's been a little slow because we've well, been we've, after on, it on did it dirty like that. Yeah, I know, I know. I'll get back on. Yeah, yeah it's, TikTok, it's on the it's on the talk. TikTok spoiled yeah. Endgame Adventures for me, so <laughs> I haven't been back on since. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for being with us again this week. Uh, my name is Brian. You can find me online, but please don't. <laughs> my name is Troy Davidson. Find me online at T Roy Baggins on Instagram and also on Steam and uh, PlayStation Network at Eccentric X E N T U R I K. I'm Zach. You can find me on PSN at Davis Slayer, D-A-E-V-A. Uh, I'm also on 14, and I need friends, so uh, come find me on the ferry server. Please help me. It would be the ferry server. It is. That's not the original <laughs> server I was on, but they migrated servers. <laughs> and then I'm Caitlin. You can find me pretty much anywhere at Penny Lane, D.C. Almost everywhere. Almost everywhere. Don't worry about that other thing. Nope. Just anywhere important, Penny Lane, D.C. <laughs> I mean, objectively, nothing's important, though. Everything's important, Brian. <laughs> well, that was this week's episode. Bow, 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 bow. Nice. What was that, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like a DJ sound, but also like a, an actual siren that yeah. was like the battery run yeah. out as it was going down <laughs> the street, the ambulance. Is that what that is? I yeah. thought that was like a dog trying to emulate that. It's like... <laughs> It's like Blue's Clues all over again. That's the chicken. That is just a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That's a chicken. Chicken, chicken cast next week.